Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Cheers to that. I'm Amy. And I'm Mike. And we're introducing ourselves <laughs> because I was listening to our last episode and I realized we never introduced ourselves or said who we are or what podcast this was. Well, now we have figured out our audio equipment, so let's just consider this the start of our podcast <laughs> so we can yes. start all over with podcast episodes that you can actually hear, you can actually understand. Um, and also, I wanted to explain <clears throat> um, the last episode. I don't remember if I even said what I was drinking, but I was definitely just drinking water and cranberry juice because I actually went to the ER the day that we recorded. I think I came home and like an hour later we started recording and I was on like a pain medicine. So I was just super relaxed and kind of out of it. And so that was like a whole experience itself. But yeah, I'm well, good now. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. But Not at all. Just a small little something. Glad we're back to normal. But when did we record? On Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's Friday. We made it It's back. almost a week. Yeah. Well, last time it took like three weeks for us to, to record again. So we're, we're good keeping our timeline on track. Six days. So let's talk about what we're drinking. Not very exciting tonight. Friday night, turn up. <laughs> so I'm just drinking water and then I'm drinking a Hubbard's lemonade. And this is the best lemonade ever. And it's probably the healthiest lemonade because the ingredients are so simple. I mean, it's just cane sugar, lemon juice concentrate, citric acid, natural flavor, and stevia. It is really good. It's not like super sweet, but it's still got the lemony taste that... Oh, it's, yeah, it's perfect. It's so tart and sour, just the way I like it. It was better than the pink one, though. You, she also got a, oh, the raspberry. a raspberry one. It didn't, there was no raspberry, and it. it just tasted like, it almost tasted the same, just with like a little bit of an aftertaste, so. I and like I also have a bag of sour Skittles, which I'm pretty much done with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm drinking just water because I'm lame, but we went out to dinner tonight, and we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. We both had wings, and we shared some fries, but on our fries, we like to get the salt and vinegar dry seasoning. So, of course, wings have like the most sodium ever, and then you top that off with salt and vinegar fries, and I also had a beer, and I'm just dying of dehydration <laughs> right now. That's and okay. At Buffalo Wild Wings, I had a that Goose Island, it was like a, I forget what it was called, like a V formation or something. It was, I'd never heard of it before, but I tried it because I like Goose Island, and it tasted good at the time, like... You tasted it too, and you I liked, liked it, it a lot. It was, it was good. refreshing. It was good, but like I don't know. By the time I got home, my whole mouth just felt like I hadn't had water in days. And I don't. I mean, I'm sure the beer didn't help, but I just need water right now. I might get up and get a beer in a little bit after I dehydrate. Or didn't you say that eating wings and drinking beer is like one of the unhealthiest things you could ever? Literally do? one of the worst. It's such a toxic combination. <laughs> well, I think I don't know. I don't remember the actual study behind it but i think it's just when when you um when you drink alcohol it slows down your digestive system because mm -hmm. your organs are functioning to basically get the alcohol through your system and so all your fat that you're eating from the food is just stored and it doesn't process how it normally does and of course you know you eat 10 wings or something and that's like 800 calories or something ridiculous so yeah doesn't help technically i don't think you're supposed to even drink water while you eat because it kind of interrupts your digestion or something technically yeah but you're also not supposed to eat fried chicken with french fries or whatever you're supposed to i mean that in itself disturbs your digestion you should be eating grain whole wheat whatever lettuce mm. vegetables but nobody likes that so you need some wings in your life true that 
So what are we going to talk about today? The the craze for, for New Year's is, is working out, getting mm-hmm. into the gym, eating better, doing all that kind of stuff. New Year, new me. Yeah. So we thought that it would be a good idea to start today with, you know, a little bit of a little bit of news, but more focused on, you know, how, how we navigate through our year of, of health and fitness and all that, because we've definitely, if you've, if you've known us for the time that we've been together, you know, several years, we've gone from one extreme to the other in terms of being crazy into working out and then eating healthy and all that. So we want to go through we'll our, share our stories, our and history with that. But um, on the news side, I tried to keep it more, uh, more food related. So you know how um, it's really popular with the made-to-order kind of delivery food service deal, like uh, HelloFresh and Blue Apron and all that, where they put all the ingredients in the box and you don't have to cook, and then they deliver it to your door and whatever. Um, I actually learned that there is a service like that, but for drinks. Like, but okay, so it's called Shaker and Spoon Drink Service. Shaker and Spoon. It's like a HelloFresh Blue Apron, same deal. But they basically, it's centered around making, giving you the ingredients to make your favorite cocktails or different kinds of new cocktails that you've never tried before. I mean, they don't send you the alcohol through the mail. You have to buy your own alcohol, but you basically pick which alcohols you enjoy. Like, I like whiskey, so they would send me a bunch of ingredients to make different kinds of whiskey drinks, and then you get the box, and all you got to do is follow the recipe, and you can make your own fancy cocktail that's neat i like that i bet you the boxes alcohol not included (laughs) yeah definitely but it's like 40 bucks a month i think so it's i mean i don't i don't even know how much the blue apron one is Mm, that's pretty expensive actually i'm pretty sure i mean i've never ordered it but i'm pretty sure it's expensive. well i would imagine the food one would be more expensive because Imagine like what you're putting in a drink. They're probably sending you grenadine, like club soda, or mint leaves, lemon, lime. Like all that yeah. stuff is pretty cheap. I mean, alcohol is the, the big expense, but in terms of ordering food, you got fresh vegetables and all kinds of. You got meat, chicken. Can steak. you choose which recipe goes with which alcohol, or well, yeah, you I just mean, get anything you, you say I like whiskey, okay, whiskey and tequila or yeah. whatever. And then it's your responsibility to buy whatever whiskey and or tequila that you like, and then they'll send you whatever Rest it is. And then instead of saying, oh, add two ounces of Jose Cuervo or Patron Silver, they'll just say, of your tequila. Yeah. And then you can add whatever you want to oh, it. So that's neat. I thought that was pretty cool. And be and, fun to try if you had a dinner party or people over or yeah, something. Yeah, or if, if you were in like a wine club or um, is there a, a wine, club, wine club equivalent to like I mean, there's things that you can order monthly boxes of wine and they'll send you different types of wine yeah and i I think it makes up to each box has enough side ingredients to make like 12 drinks like there's three different recipes and you can make four drinks with each recipe yeah so that's cool yeah that'd be fun to try yeah i think it'd be pretty cool but i have to look into it some more and so you said it's called shaker and shaker and spoon what does the spoon have to do with it like the mixer stir Like a shaker, you know, you mix yeah. it all together. Or if you're... I don't get the spoon part. I don't know. I would. I keep <laughs> wanting to say it's called shaker and salt. <laughs> well, that doesn't make any sense either. Because you salt the rim. I guess. Shaker and salt. <laughs> I don't know. Shaker well, I guess spoon. you could, like, imagine when you put, like, sugar in your tea. Like, use a... I don't know. 
don't know. Sounds but funny. <laughs> I also saw that uh, Pizza Hut's working on self-delivering... Self-delivering. <laughs> self-driving delivery trucks. That... Self-driving? Yeah. Scary. How does that make you feel? Scared. Because the trucks drive themselves. Does that make you any more or less likely to order pizza? Heck yeah, I would order pizza. <laughs> well, well, I mean, there's no difference between someone driving the car and someone not. Well, I just had a lot of questions. I mean, for it just doesn't like make sense. When to is me. this like happening? Well, they're they're just working on it. It's not like we've created this vehicle and we're so, gonna start it. That's weird. It's just a goal of theirs to do that. And so they're... That's cool. I mean, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's cool to shoot that high and... But, like, imagine a pizza guy drives up to your house. He walks his... Like, he walks his pizza up to the door. Yeah, who gives you the pizza from the car? There is... A is robot? It, well, the picture that they showed was like a van, almost. It, it was like and a big minivan. So there's probably like I wouldn't make any sense though if there was humans inside of the van and then it just drove automatically. Like, why wouldn't you just let the guy drive? No, I guess like, there's that's just gonna cut jobs. Well, I mean, they're still working. Yeah, but he can't get a tip, or she can't get a tip. They would if they went if they had to go to the door, unless they had this robo arm or something like. I just, if, if I had to like walk out of my door, go to the curb and pick up my pizza from this machine, Mm -hmm. I I mean, that would, I think that would turn me off as a pizza order. Like, I don't want to leave my, I don't want to leave my, my house. What's that word? Connoisseur. Connoisseur. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even order pizza, but. Remember when we used to order Domino's? white sauce all the time? Yeah. And then we tried, and then we actually tried to be adults and had pizza from like Dion's. Or- How does that make us adults? <laughs> because those are more upscale pizza places. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make any sense. And now it's just but Domino's like, is gross. But it was the, the one that comes in the black box. What is it called? The pan pizza. Mm-hmm. That was... Medium white sauce pan pizza pepperoni. But, I mean, it just... It tasted good for a while, but I mean, it after a while, it just got like, fa- like it just tastes so fake. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm saying. Once you have like good pizza, like Dion's or something, you're like, what was I doing? Well, I mean, you life? you also pay like twenty four dollars or twenty bucks for a single pizza. It's ridiculous, and then plus tip and tax and delivery charge and all that. Mm, third world cool. problems. Yeah, and you go to Walmart and you buy one of their little market fresh pizzas for eight dollars, yep. and it's like fresh ingredients. That's where it's at, that, I, in my opinion. It's really good. I totally forgot about that. Speaking of Walmart, though, Sam's Club, they're closing down Sam's Clubs. When I heard that, I was like, are you kidding me? Because we love Sam's Club. We go there all the time for everything. Yeah, well, it was an offset kind of deal because they gave all their employees a raise. So they had to, at you Sam's know, cut. At, well, Walmart owns sam's club and so walmart employees went from minimum wage ten dollars to eleven dollars so they had to i'm sure yeah. that it was a financial restructuring or some kind of nonsense like that but we were we were freaking out for a little bit and then i went and checked the list and as far as i know it doesn't appear that sam's club would be closing in our city because we don't have we don't have any other big retailers like that mm-hmm. like we don't have costco or but imagine how do you think the people who go there every weekend for lunch for a free lunch eating all the samples how do you think they feel you can get a free lunch well i'm i'm kidding because they would go and eat all the samples and that's basically their lunch oh. well i think so they're how do you do that think on those weekends, people right? 
I just said that. Like, if how do you feel about the people who go on weekends oh. and they basically get a free lunch because they eat all their samples? Uh, well, that's what does Costco do that? Um, I think they do have samples. Or what's the other big one? Mm. I'm sure they all have Ikea samples. Ikea has food. <laughs> like Ikea food has court. food? Yeah, they have like a food court. What? Well, it's not like a mall food court, but it's kind of like Sam's. Huh. I've never even been to an Ikea, so... Yeah, I, the last time I went was a long time ago. But I just wonder, like, the people who always go to Sam's Club for samples. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I used to do that all the time, like, that. when my parents would go. And yeah, I would be like, would well, me and my brother are going to go on this side of the store. And then we'd, like... But I would never get, get like, healthy samples or, like... Well, whenever they would have, like, yogurt or, like, protein shakes by, yeah. like, the registers. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, well, I just get grossed out because... Like you said, people are like vultures and they're just like, ooh, food. They, and they like literally are. Hover. Like, I can't even get one sample, just one, but it, because the whole family has to get one. Well, yeah, and it grosses me out because it's always the, the mouth breathers or the, yeah. you know, the open mouth coughers or, but yeah, it's just gross. I feel like there's just germs everywhere and they put them <laughs> in the little cups and they just sit out there and. It's not, it isn't, it's not as appetizing as it yeah, was I was we actually little. like not a germaphobe at all until I met Amy and she basically <laughs> pointed out all the disgusting things in this world. So I'm much more particular about my germs now. You're not as bad as me. Not even not close. At all, but, but you're just aware now. <laughs> I am very aware. I know now you actually put hand sanitizer on before you eat at a restaurant. Yeah. Just think of all the people that touch those menus. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> so, so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot about health and fitness today so i guess we start off by saying that our health and fitness goals are a lot different than they have been in recent years i mean for me personally i went from wanting to gain mass get big whatever be be all buff and everything in my my young 20s whatever and and then I kind of transitioned to just wanting to like be in shape I guess you know I wasn't really concerned with strength as much as I was just looking good and then now I'm kind of at the point where I just kind of want to be healthy I mean I don't really care what I look like but I just want to I want to be happy with how I look and I want to feel good mostly mm-hmm. what, what is, I miss do, feeling good yeah <laughs> Because I don't work out anymore. We, we we used to go pretty religiously. Well, I still go religiously. Yeah, you go every <laughs> single morning. I wake up. I usually I try to go two days on and one day off. And so that usually puts me at like four weekday workouts. And so every day during the week, we, we we're in bed by 9.30 most nights. Mm-hmm. And my first alarm goes off at 4.30. I have to set more than one. I set one at 4.30, 4.40, and 4.50. Usually it takes all three to get me up, but I'm usually out of bed by 4.50 and out the door by five. So I can get a nice hour or so workout at the gym. Nothing crazy, but it's the thought that counts, right? <laughs> well, and I was thinking about this the other day. You have a job where you sit all day. All so you day. probably like to work out because you don't feel guilty for sitting all day and then... Like, it just makes you feel good, whereas, like, I'm teaching, so I'm constantly walking around, and I work at a huge school, so I'm always walking around, like, everywhere. I mean, I I do need to go back to working out, but I feel like, for me, that's not, like, what I think about 
all the time because I'm like already walking anyways. So, and I have to work out before school. There's no way I can work out after school because I'm just so exhausted, like mentally tired and drained. <laughs> well, that that makes a lot of sense though, because the job that I had while I was in school is I worked retail at the mall and, you know, there's no chairs in there. You're, You're standing, standing up all day and and, you know, it was customer service, it was uh, merchandising, stuff like that. It was lifting things up, putting them on top shelves. And yeah. so it was a lot of like, it wasn't like super physically demanding, but I was active. It was a physical and, job, you know, I had, Yeah, you had six to ten hour shifts, so I was on my feet all day. And you remember like the lunches I used to pack. I would eat easily like... Super bro meals, like yeah, two chicken. pounds of rice and <laughs> ten pounds of chicken. Yeah, I was easily over 2,500 calories a day and... And I would, I would eat like at least two times while like during my shift and I needed it and I was fine, but I cannot stress how horrible having a desk job is for your body. Mm -hmm. Like sitting in a chair, your body just is not meant to do that. No. It's really cool because our, the building that I work in is, is two stories. The employees that where I work, you get basically a break in the morning, your one hour lunch break, and then a break in the afternoon. And People like to go up. <laughs> Sorry. What? I just thought of something, but I'll say it in a little bit. <laughs> okay. Before I was rudely interrupted. Um, people spend their breaks and their lunchtime going up and down the stairs and walking around in circles because the top floor goes in a circle. Walking in circles. Well, it's a big circle. Yeah, it's the, the it's, like it's the whole building, but you know, it's I think it's like, you know, if you go ten laps or something like that, it's a mile, so People people go up there and it's it's fifteen twenty people that consistently do it with you know another ten to fifteen that sporadically do it so it's it's really cool to see people like you know take charge of it and yeah because it it's really detrimental to your health to sit in a chair all day for sure yeah but like I said teaching like you're constantly walking around and stuff and so I always feel like I'm more hungry too and so it was harder my first year of teaching when I was strictly counting macros and I was probably at my most fit self which is ironic because that was like the most challenging career year of my life. <laughs> I was just so strict on my macros. I worked out like pretty much every morning before school. I worked out every weekend. And I think my biggest motivation was our wedding, you know? Mm -hmm. And now that we're married, I'm kind of just like, uh. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> no, you I don't, trapped me. <laughs> I don't want it. Well, my next motivation is to go back to being like at least somewhat fit-ish and healthy to prepare for a baby. And they say, you know, if you're working out and fit during your pregnancy, then you have a much easier labor experience. It's a lot easier to bounce back like postpartum. And so that's my next motivation and just like have a healthy body for our baby. But I mean, they really only recommend that you are fit during your pregnancy if you were fit prior to being pregnant. You can't like not work out and then just decide to work out crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, that's my motivation right now. And then we're going to Vegas soon. So that's another motivation. But before we get into like how we're handling it now, let's let's backtrack all the way to things that we used to do and how we kind of transition through it all. I mean, we started on macros and you basically got me into macros. I think you started counting macros a long time before I did, right? Um, yeah, I was like aware of macros. I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I wasn't really tracking them, but I had heard about them before. But basically, I started my fitness journey out super wrong, like really bad. 
not very healthy. I didn't, I wasn't educated. And that, that's a lot of it is like a lot of people aren't educated and they kind of just do whatever fad diets that they see. And so I just got a planet fitness membership and I ran so much on the treadmill. Like I would just run for 30 minutes straight at like a really fast speed too. And so I, I'm only five feet and two inches. And so I wasn't like super overweight or anything. I've only lost like eight pounds. You're literally always tiny. Yeah. So. I'm like, I've only lost like eight pounds in my fitness journey, but it's a lot for my size, for my height, because like I can gain weight really easy and I can lose it really easy. But if I gain weight, just like two pounds, you can see it on me. Like you can see it in my face and like my stomach and stuff like that. Anyways, I would just do cardio endlessly. And then I kind of taught myself how to lift weights, but I would just do like machines. I didn't do like free weights or anything. And then I ate probably like 700 calories a day and like 20 net carbs a day. And I lived off of Atkins It's amazing that you were able to like work out on that kind of calorie count. Yeah, well, and then I took pre-workout all the time. Which is awful for you. But this was when I was like 20. So I had like a lot of energy. And I mean, I'm only like 25 now, like almost 26. But I mean, and I was in college. So it's like once you start your fitness journey and you see results, like it's really easy to keep going. Cause you're so like, you're like, Oh, I want to see like what's, what's next. You know, yeah. it's easy to keep going and keep pushing yourself. Um, and then I did that for like, I don't know, maybe a semester. And then. Well, that's kind of where, that's kind of where I started. I mean, I, I kind of yo-yoed through my weight for not really my weight, but more so my health for most of my younger life. I was a pretty chubby kid fifth through seventh grade. I was pretty overweight. I was short, about 5'2", 150 maybe, and I had the little Asian eyes and everything. And I I didn't eat well at all. My dad and my mom were pretty busy and we ate out a lot. And and it was just really not a good situation for me eating wise. And I got lucky basically. And I grew about five or six inches in one summer. So from you know, seventh grade to eighth grade, I basically didn't see any of my friends for, you know, two months, three months at a time, show up to school, and I'm a completely different person. And I, you know, stretched out whatever. And it was it was fine. And I didn't really, I still ate bad, you know, but I was six inches taller, I was growing. So I didn't, it didn't matter as much. Mm -hmm. And then I lucked out again, you know, made it on the basketball team. And I ended up doing the same in high school and I played all the way through high school and I was always eating really poorly. You know, we'd go out for lunch and I'd eat Wendy's and Grandy's and McDonald's or whatever, then go to practice and run 10 miles during practice or whatever. And it just makes me so mad that um, I, I did that to my body knowing like what I could have been, you know, I could have been a much better athlete. I could have been in, you know, much healthier, I guess, if I would have understood. And then, you know, I go to college and start drinking a bunch and and that didn't help either but I just been used to the active healthy lifestyle or the unhealthy lifestyle I should say that you know I was like oh I can eat whatever I want and drink whatever I want and I'll be fine and you know it was kind of the point where I graduated college and met you where it was not really that way anymore and I started feeling I, everything started catching up and when you introduced macros to me I finally started to understand what I was putting into my body, what amounts, what what it what the results were, how my body reacted to different things. And so I think macros are a really cool place to start if you're interested in nutrition. Yeah, it just educates you on 
proteins, fats, and carbs. And a lot of people think carbs make you fat or protein makes you super bulky. And it's a good place to start, like you said, because well, it just... Oh. Why don't you explain like real quick what the simple version of macros are? Count, what, is, what does it mean to count your macros? So macros is short for macronutrients. And macronutrients are protein, carbs, and fats, while micronutrients are like your vitamins, minerals, things like that. Fiber. Fiber, yeah. And so macros, you you can't just like pick a number. It, I mean, if you want to do it right, it has to go back to science. Like, Well, you pick your target you to, weight, right? Yeah, yeah pick- but you have to use like your age and your your measurements and your current weight and your goal. You have to find your, what is it called? The basal metabolic rate. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of stuff that you have to figure out. You basically figure out how many calories you burn by not doing anything. And that goes into all your, all your, um, your physical measurements, your age and your activity level. Mm -hmm. And then you put in, you know, how much weight you would like to, to lose. And then you separate it into different um, ratios of your, macronutrients to get your desired calorie counts yeah so once you get your numbers once you figure out how many grams of protein you need to eat in a day how many grams of fat and what did i say protein carbs protein and fat. Carbs and fat. <laughs> um once you figure out that number and how many calories you should eat in a day then you put all that stuff into my fitness pal which is a free app um, most people have heard of it and then, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, you need a food scale because you have to measure like how much food you're eating. A lot of it has, um, a lot of the foods have barcodes that you can just scan into the app, which is nice. Um, and like, I mean, for us, it worked so good for us. Like we, we did lost, it for a long time. We did it for a long time, but we saw results like right away in the first month. And then we did it for like maybe almost two years and that was probably when we were like our most fit. Like, well, we were never out of shape, you know. No. Like, but with macros, I lost about twenty pounds from the time that we started it. It took. I mean, it, it was a long twenty pounds. It, it took like. I don't but know. I feel like we were very um, defined with. Muscles oh yeah, yeah. Because sure. yeah, I don't know, and and then we got into carb cycling, which you just that, cycle like, between carb and fats and then you have like a high carb day and we would like i swear like every saturday we'd go work out together for like two hours and not like carb days. <laughs> constantly working out for two hours like we would just like rest and stuff here and there but we would do that and then we'd go out to eat like a buffalo wild wings or something we'd have beer and wings and fries and then we didn't like lose any of our progress because we were just so consistent and we could have one or two like cheat days in air quotes a week and we wouldn't lose any progress. Yeah, we see we see pictures of us during that time and like we were pretty cut. Like we were like, what the heck? Yeah, we Why couldn't I get married when I was that size? I probably <laughs> I probably weighed like one eighty nine, one between like one eighty nine and one ninety two. And I'm about five ten. So that's Just not kidding. like cut. I n- I've never had like abs or anything, but like I had a lot of muscle definition. And now I'm about 200, 202, somewhere around there. So I'm about 10 pounds heavier, but I think I have a little bit more mass than I did at that time, but I'm not nowhere near as cut because yeah. we eat a bunch of crap. <laughs> now, now I'm just a flop. But yeah, it, we did that for a long time. We did variations of different, different macros. And, and by the way, like we got really, really good at counting macros. So if anybody needs help, like figuring out what to eat or how to figure out your macros... Let us know because 
even though we don't do it anymore, like we're still really good at, you know, at breaking down things that we eat and we're just a lot more knowledgeable because we spend a lot of time doing it. So yeah, we have like this whole Excel spreadsheet that Mike made and it's very scientific. Like <laughs> my life is a spreadsheet. <laughs> put in all of your personal numbers and then you get your macros for you. But, but yeah, so if you need help, just reach out to us. We're more than happy. It's, I mean, we'll give that to you. But um, I was going to say something and I forgot. Was it what you were laughing at that you interrupted yes, me for? Yes, I don't even remember what that oh was. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> remember when you would take your gym bag to work and work out during your I lunch? Would, well, I would work out twice in a day because... That I don't even did, know why that lasted I did like that. a week. No, that no was idea. that was like oh, you um, that was like that, two months. I think you did that because you wanted to do like weights in the morning and um, cardio at lunch well, or something. It was just hard because that was when I was transitioning from like I used to work out like really, really hard. I used to lift heavy weights. I used to do like heavy supersets and high intensity interval training stuff. And I was just like really into into what I was doing in the gym. And you know, if I get to the gym at, you know, 10 after 5 or something in the morning, I got to leave by 6.15, 6.30 so I can get home and get mm -hmm. ready for work on time. And so if there was a lot of people in the gym, I couldn't do what I wanted to. If I woke up late, I just felt like I didn't have enough time. So I felt like I needed to work out more. And I really do enjoy working out. Like I don't think of it as a chore. Like I love the way it feels, you know, to have a good workout and everything. So I was like, I'm going to work out twice a day. And in our, in the building that I work in, we have a small little gym in there and uh, it's nothing crazy, but there's a couple squat racks, a couple treadmills, a, a rack of dumbbells and a couple little, um, just a couple little weight machines. And so you can get a pretty decent workout in there. I would literally work out for an hour in the morning, come back home, eat breakfast, whatever, go to work. And I'd bring a gym bag to work and I would eat in like, you know, 10, 15 minutes for my lunch and spend the other 45 minutes lifting weights during my lunch period. And I mean, like Amy said, it wasn't a long-term thing. It was pretty short-lived. It only lasted about a month or two. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say too. So, um, I was <laughs> going to say, <laughs> I was going to say that macros isn't like a permanent thing. It shouldn't be a permanent thing because it can really screw with your head and you can get obsessed with it very easily and kind of just like lose sight of food in general. Like, how is that funny? You what? like laughed when you thought of it. <laughs> no, it's, I was laughing because you were like the look on your face when I like came back oh, to the mic. Oh, God. You don't need to pay attention. <laughs> no, I am paying attention. Yeah, but, whatever. Um, but macros is a good place to start. But the shift that we are in right now is intuitive eating. So it's kind of. Well, not really. I'm kind of just eating all day. But intuitive eating is not eating in a schedule, not like eating breakfast just to eat breakfast, but it's it's tuning in with your body and listening when you are actually hungry and stopping when you're actually full, not just like, oh, I want to eat two bowls of cereal because it's fun. Stopping when you're full is hardest thing the ever. The <laughs> hardest thing ever. And it's scientifically proven that it takes your body time. Like to, 30 minutes or something. It takes something. like a stupid amount of time. And I mean, I don't know how many times I've just been mindlessly eating. And then all of a sudden I get up and I start walking and I just realize like, okay, I ate way too much food and I am, you know, I'm uncomfortable. And it's it's pretty interesting to to understand like how how little food your body actually needs compared to what a lot of people end up eating yeah i mean 
as much as we joke about how we eat bad and all this stuff, like, I'm pretty sure we're doing just okay. I mean, I just did got my blood test results and everything's pretty good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still something to, like, keep being aware of, like, for high blood pressure purposes. Because we both have that in our families, like... I don't want to get high cholesterol. I don't want to get diabetes. 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 So. But yeah, I mean, like we said, we're not sitting here pretending like we're the healthiest people alive. Not like we at just, all. <laughs> I just had a, you know, wings and fries and a beer for dinner. I've been eating so bad since our wedding. But I mean, for real though, like I, it was like a, I ate like nine wings or something, and you know, half half a portion of fries, and it wasn't. It was like what. Like a year ago where I would get double that, you know, I would eat twice as many wings. I would have three beers while I ate and have my own fries and it just, it's not necessary. And I'm totally comfortable now. Like I'm not full, but I'm like, my craving was satisfied. And so it's a, you're still getting your, your craving taken care of, but it's, it's not going overboard. We didn't go get caliches on the way home after getting wings and beer, you know. It's, yeah. And also like taking this break. Um, has just been good I think for us mentally at least for me it's been because after so many years of tracking everything that I eat and put in my mouth and lifting weights and doing like the same stuff at the gym it just gets like old and you kind of just lose sight of it and it's just not fun anymore and it just feels like a chore and you can't like enjoy food and so it's been it has been a nice break I just need to get back into eating like my uh, micros, like not stop eating junk food and stuff. But I've been loving yoga and like I want to take some classes or just do walking. Like I love lifting, but I just can't do it every single day anymore because it's just not fun, as fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm in I'm in a weird place where I love to run. Like I hated running for so long. And now I actually really enjoy it. Like I like the way, you know, when you're when you're just starting to sweat and you like feel the like the beads of sweat forming on your forehead and it's not like dripping off, but it's mm-hmm. it's there. That's like I get like chills when I feel that because it's like I don't know, it's like a runner like not a runner's high because I don't run like Well, it releases that, endorphins. Yeah, it just makes me feel like really good. And I think I'm like in shape enough to where I can run a mile and not be you know, hands on my knees. Like I can run a mile, stop and have a conversation like right after that. Like I'm in that, it's decent. So when I, whenever that, that point happens, I'm, you know, I'm breathing like really deeply and I'm just like really relaxed and I don't think about anything other than my breathing and all that. But so one of, one of Amy's friends was, um, she told me that she ran in a marathon and I was just instantly like super interested in it. And I'm a little bit jealous because I think that's something that I would like to do in a different lifetime, but I don't think that there's any way my body would allow me to do that in this lifetime because I have the worst feet ever. (laughs) They're not like active athlete person feet. They're just like the flattest, most pigeon-toed block feet ever. So it's, it's kind of a shame because I wish I could run a lot more than I do, but once I get to about two miles, my, my dogs are barking. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. not a, a runner. I mean, when I do run, I, I know what you're saying. Like, the runner's high. It feels good, but it's just like, <clears throat> ugh, running. Like, when I think about it, I just don't want to. 
Now, when I actually do it, it's fun. We used to have to run for basketball, whatever, and it was always a punishment. You know, you do something wrong, go run a lap, or you. That's why you know, I never like. That's why if like one of my students doesn't make like a very good choice, I don't punish them by reading a book. Like mm-hmm. I always, I've never liked it when teachers do that. Like they're like, go read a book or something. It's like no, because then they're gonna. Create, they're going to have this hatred towards books oh, and, and reading. And that's all it was, is I had this negative connotation associated with running because it was always because I was in trouble or yeah. getting yelled at. But now it's like, you know, I run as a choice and it's way more enjoyable now, but it's 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 different than it used to be. And, and lifting is not really the same because I'm starting to get the old man feels a little bit. Like, I have... You gotta be careful. You can pull a hernia or something. Pull a hernia? Yeah. You can't pull a hernia. (laughs) Yeah, you can. You You get a hernia. Well, whatever. You pull a muscle. (laughs) You can't pull a hernia. (laughs) You pull pull an abdominal muscle, which in results gives you a hernia. Pull a hernia. Early candidate (laughs) for an episode name. But um, I forgot what I was talking about. But yeah, I, it's hard for me to lift sometimes because I have a, a shoulder problem that was completely my fault. You're going to gain... Oh, did you just say it was your fault? No, what? I'm, I'm going to edit that out. But yeah, I, I separated my shoulder a couple of years ago and didn't go to the doctor and let it heal on its own. So it's definitely healed weird and I definitely have some mobility issues, but strength is is not what it used to be. So it, You're going to get enough muscle strength, like picking up our kids and... They're walking, (laughs) but all this talk about like motivation and stuff on how it's hard. It's really true though, because you know, macros was a really good thing to get started, like we said, but it's a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort. And like you said, you do lose that motivation really quickly if you're not enjoying it. Like at myself for having that much grit. We did it for a a lot longer than we thought we could. (laughs) Like, I mean, that was. I was like, I mean, it's not like we were ripped or anything, but like, it's just cool to, to be, to work that hard at something where you're like, dang, like and you yeah. look back and you're like, wow. But speaking of motivation though, I want to get your opinion on this because I saw something that was kind of a new thing for me that I didn't really know of before, but it's a, a website called Healthy Wage and it basically offers people the opportunity to earn money for losing weight. You ever heard of it? No, I haven't, but that's cool. So, obviously, research has shown that weight loss is accelerated when you have incentives. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you were doing something for a wedding or people try to, they get a health scare and they have to lose a bunch of weight. Yeah. So, healthy wage is offering people money because what's a bigger incentive to people than money? So, you can win up to $10,000 on this website for placing bets on yourself. I'm Basically. pretty sure you can win that or even more money on Beachbody's website. Yeah, it's it's really... I think you can even win like $100,000 or something. Yeah, and well, see, this one's interesting because, I mean, with Beachbody, you're almost just entering a contest, like a contest that you're competing against other people, and then when you get the best results, you get a bigger chunk of the prize, right? Um, I don't know. I think they have both. Well, see, like this, this healthy wage, it's almost, it's like you're betting your own money. Oh, you're you're, betting your own money. You're betting on yourself. So, so the way it's structured Hmm. is that 
you you basically set a time frame, say six months, set a weight loss goal. So it's got to be at least a six month time frame. And so say I want to lose 30 pounds in six months and it gives you and you and you give a you have to pay like by month. Mm-hmm. So six months, you're going to make six payments of a certain amount of money. And um, so you have to I think your minimum payments have to be like 40 bucks a month or something. So let's say it's 50 bucks a month for six months. That's three hundred dollars. That's a big motivation. right It's there. a big motivation. But that three hundred dollars could turn into, you know, 900 or a thousand if you hit your goal. So what you do is you basically, um, set all your goals and then you take a, you have to take like a video of you weighing yourself. So you get your early weight. And so there's all these verification steps. You have to actually do it to, to figure it out. But, um, so I, I, they have a a calculator on the website where you can calculate what your prize is going to be. And so I kind of like went as far as I could without actually signing up. And so according to the prize (laughs) calculator, well, I didn't want to actually sign up. So I paid 160 bucks a month for six months. And so that's $960 that I'd be betting on myself Mm -hmm. over six months. It's a lot of money to like put into this, but the prize for that particular scenario would be $1,760. So I'd net $800 on my bet to lose the weight. So I thought that was really cool. I mean, it's a really heavy capital investment if you want to like make money. And I don't think it would really work for us because, you know, if you're trying to lose like five, 10 pounds, you know, the, the math wouldn't really work with a prize calculator. But for people that like, you see all these people that lose 80 pounds, 100 pounds, like, if you could turn somehow turn $960 into $2000 or something like that's a considerable amount of money and and especially when you're so you're paying this money every month if you don't hit that goal at the end they keep it wow it goes to someone else's prize you know i that, think that is huge that's probably like one of the biggest motivations yeah and, besides having like a health scare yeah and and it's crazy obviously you have to be really dedicated to losing the weight to decide to do this but like you said what what's a bigger motivation than potentially losing your own money especially at that scale so i mean i think the marketing appeal is awesome because you mm-hmm. can say you know believe in yourself do like you think you, they went on shark tank no i don't think it's <laughs> that kind of thing but i i went, i actually went on the better business bureau website and they have an a plus rating because it sounded like a scam, like one yeah. of those things where you kind of put this money into it and then you never get your money out of it. But they have an A-plus rating. They have a ton of comments of people that are like, this is really cool, whatever, whatever. So I just never really heard anything like that. And I thought it was really interesting for, for people that are trying to lose, you know, like 20, 30 pounds, like make a big lifestyle change. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty sweet. It's so crazy how big of a lifestyle change it is when you lose weight. Yeah, and they had they had different ones like um like Beachbody does where you pay like twenty bucks a month for three months and then if you achieve a six percent weight loss, then you get a share of that prize for um along with everyone else in the challenge who achieves the goal. So for me, six percent would be about twelve pounds. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's a lot for me. I mean that'd be getting back to the one eighties, yeah. the high one eighties. I don't really want to be like I don't it's a lot of work. I mean don't get me wrong, none of my clothes really fit me anymore, but I don't really want to go back to what I weighed like two years ago, which was about eight to ten pounds less than what I weigh now. Mm-hmm. And I just don't really like want to go back there because I was hungry all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was always in a caloric deficit all the freaking time. 
and I was always hungry. Like, it was just not fun. And yeah. just not being able to, like, eat what you want, and I don't know. Well, and that's kind of where we're at now with, we're still dieting, per se, but, like, flexible dieting, you know? We still... Yeah, I mean, we eat healthy. Yeah, but we make but time balance. to... Yeah, definitely a balance. We make time to eat the foods that we enjoy eating, our wings, our pizza, whatever, but... During the week, we always buy vegetables at the store. Yeah, we, we get our veggies and we eat our salads. When I prep, you know, I always meal prep uh, chicken in the crock pot, yeah. something like that. And instead of using, um, I don't know, I think like... Uh, we look at the ingredients. Yeah, Heinz, Heinz barbecue sauce. Yeah, or and like that's another so- thing is like I'm big into organics and natural ingredients. Like, so I think... I mean, you could eat a bunch of food from artificial stuff that claims to be healthy and it's not well, healthy. Well, and it's the difference between, like you said, looking at food labels. Like when I like I was saying, when I meal prep chicken and you can get Heinz barbecue sauce or Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce or any of that good barbecue sauce, but they've each got 16 grams of sugar per serving. Or when you get pasta sauce and you get the ones that have 20 grams of sugar per serving, as opposed to... We get, you know, Stubbs barbecue sauce that has like one gram of sugar or yeah. something. Or... It's like now I don't really care about how many calories I'm eating. It's like what am I putting Just, in my body? Yeah, like making good choices, trying not to eat dyes and artificial flavors. And... As I'm eating sour skittles. <laughs> <laughs> in moderation. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, it's definitely something to get used to. But it's, it's a, definitely done a lot for our, our happiness level, I think. Because it was very stressful to have to do macros for as long as we did because like we're very appreciative for the time that we spent on it but it was just not sustainable for the lifestyle we lived i i actually did it for a while while i was going to to night school so i would have to wake up in the morning pack my breakfast pack my lunch pack my dinner and so it's just literally math homework before your day you know trying to organize all this stuff and then i had to pack a bag big enough to carry you know 2500 calories worth of food and it was just very very hard to keep up with so i mean i know macros or intuitive eating or flexible dieting or carb cycling or that might not be right for everybody there's always something that is right for everybody so but it just takes practice and it takes experience and it takes you know figuring out what what works for you yeah i think we're seeing a lot of that in 2018 even last year is like a lot of people are getting on that bandwagon before like five years ago it was like about south beach diet and slim five or slim fast whatever like all these diets and now i think everyone's just kind of like over the diets and they're kind of like even weight watchers has totally revamped their program to where there's more foods with zero points and it's more about balance and flexibility. So I think a lot of people are are in marketing and social media seeing that now. Yeah, and and I think the most important part, even if you're just getting started, if you're not ready to be a scientist and dig into your nutrition and do all that kind of stuff, is like buy a Fitbit, buy a health tracker, get a Yeah, track your do steps. the download something an app on your phone and just figure out how much you're moving every day. You know, if you're I think the the common goal is like 10,000 steps. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have a day where you only get 4,000, maybe you reach for the carrots instead of the chips. Or, <laughs> That's so cliché. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying like, you know, on an, on a day where you get your 10,000, then, you know, go get a pizza for lunch or whatever, but like, you know, make sure you earn it first instead of, you know, just doing whatever you want whenever you want. Like, it's it's, it's really important to to keep track of it. Mm-hmm. So, 
So Mike and I, of course, found a BuzzFeed quiz that we are going to do today, and it has to do with working out because that's our main topic. So this BuzzFeed quiz is called, Can We Guess Your Favorite Workout? And we're going to both take this at the same time, right? Yeah. Okay. So the first question says, when are you working out? Before 7 a.m., you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Late morning, lunch break, right after work, after 7 p.m., really late, I'm talking 10 p.m., sometime during the weekend, never if I can help it, all the time, bro. Uh, It's going to be a bro quiz. (laughs) Okay, my ideal time to work out is late morning, but... Also my ideal time. That's when I work out on the weekends. But it's not asking you when your ideal time is. When are you... Okay, I'm going to be completely honest. (laughs) Should I do, like, what I'm currently doing or what I used to do? I would say I should do what I'm currently doing. Okay, I'm going to say sometime during the weekend. Yeah, that's true. What do you eat after your workout? Salad, granola bar, fruit, coffee, smoothie, protein shake... A full-on meal, tofu, water is good. Um, so in the morning, I'll have, you know, my eggs or whatever. But, like, on the weekends, if we work out, meal. we have no food, though. Yeah. Because we go grocery shopping <laughs> after the gym. Well, sometimes I drink Shakeology. Sometimes I have a full-on meal. Yeah, so I'll say a full-on sometimes meal because water. I usually eat breakfast, if, like, on the weekdays. Protein shake would be, like, a bro, like... Well, you can already tell shake, which yo. bro answers these yeah. are. <laughs> And fruits like oh you it's like Pilates or bench something. press bro yeah coffee's like cardio okay yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just say a full on meal because I never really eat like directly after I wait you don't like, a even few eat full on meals though you literally just snack like snacking. all day <laughs> I would say you're more on can the I line. change my answer probably fruit? I would say like fruit or granola bar because you eat like little things yeah I'll just I've never fruit. even seen you eat breakfast during the week unless I make it for you <laughs> okay. <laughs> which song are you listening to while you sweat it out closer by the chain smokers lose yourself by eminem that's you <laughs> titanium beat it by michael jackson fight song by rachel platten formation by beyonce formation <laughs> let it go by james bay whatever's in the top 10 or no music i'm definitely listening to closer by the chain smokers yeah and see so i need your opinion because if I do actually listen to music, it's more, you know, the rock, rap kind yeah, of stuff. So but I listen to podcasts when I work out. Oh, really? So I don't listen to music. So no music. Is that? That's an um, option. Yeah. But then you're going to be like, you're lame. But, but yeah. You I, don't work so, out. Well, so I'm like, you know, five or six different fantasy like football Blink people websites. So I just, it's too early to listen to music when you go to the gym at like 5 a.m. Not trying to get blasted by rock music. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to listen to some. Talk. I would put no music then. Yeah. Pick a gym bag to hold all your stuff. So these are all pictures. One of them is no bag, which is you, oh. right? Because you don't have a bag. No. Yeah, I don't take a bag. Did you? Didn't you used to take a bag? No. I, let me go on a soapbox <laughs> about that for a second. Why do you need to bring a duffel bag to the gym? Like I would bring people, the biggest bag, and I would people, not even use anything. It had like in it. keys and headphones in it. It was like a overnight bag but like all these people bring chalk and they have like straps yeah. and gloves and all this stuff i'm like and chalk's not even allowed yeah they banned chalk from my gym they would like bring like a gallon of water which first of all i'm like oh i guess if you're drinking it throughout the day then you would take it but like people would drink like a gallon of water and they would bring another gallon of water with like green powder 
that they would put in it, which so is probably like, like creatine their, or something. They're BCAAs. Yeah, and they're, they're BCAAs. Remember when that was like a thing? Nobody it even drinks thing. that anymore. <laughs> you nobody need your aminos. Anymore. Yeah, but from like food and stuff, like nobody drinks yeah. BCAAs. I guess they do, but then they would bring like pre-workout that they would like eat the powder. Yeah. This is like ridiculous. Like you don't need that much stuff. Just go work out and then go do all that stuff yeah. later. Okay. okay. Put in your locker something. The... Don't carry it around with you from station to station. I don't know. These are all really cute bags. I would say, so there's a couple different, like, there's a couple backpacks, there's, like, a purse-looking one, a couple duffel bags. I would say the one that close, most closely resembles the one that you had was the blue kind of duffel bag. Yeah, but I'm just going to pick, like, well, it says pick a bag, not, like, what was your bag with Oh, like? well, if I could pick a bag, I don't know, whatever. I'm going to pick the Adidas bag. Of course. Which cliche inspirational... So should I switch it to my Nike bag then? If I'm just going to pick a bag, it's a cool bag. Oh, I guess you could, huh? I, well, I wouldn't do you like it? If you don't like any of those, you could put no bag. I'll just pick the Nike bag. Because if I was going to take a bag to the gym, that's the one I would take. Which cliche inspirational quote is getting you through your workout? Every day is a choice. My body is a temple. No pain, no gain. Get in the groove. Push yourself. It never gets easier. You just get stronger. I'm working on myself, for myself, by myself. Will it be easy? Nope. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Do you even lift, bro? Um, jeez. I'm going to say, will it be easy? Nope. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Because that's, that's what I one. think about every single day when my alarm goes Aww, off. And I'm like, this thing. is not easy, but... It never gets easier. No, it You've doesn't. For like five getting, years. getting up in the morning is the worst part of my day. But, you know, afterwards, I feel great. And then, you know, when I, on Fridays, when I go eat wings, it's definitely worth it. So. so I think like two years ago, I would have picked, it never gets easier. You just get stronger. But now I'm going to pick my body as a temple <laughs> because <laughs> it's true. Though. Oh, I got yoga. Okay. It's uh, only because I picked your body as a temple. That's the only reason yeah. why I got yoga. But no, it's because like what you put in your body, your body's a temple. So you should take care of it. But yeah, I got yoga. What'd you get? Are you going to read what it says under okay. the yoga part? Mm, Do you have something? lame. No, oh, come says, on. Maybe because you're lame. You love yo Oh, sorry. Am you? I being too loud? <laughs> you love yoga a lot and it really gets you into a Zen mindset for the rest of your week. I do really love yoga. So I'm totally okay with that. So I got swimming. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. That could not be more wrong. Wait. Oh, that's a workout. That's probably like one of the best workouts. It says, when you want to work out, you head straight for the pool. There's something about gliding through the water that really gets you in beast mode. I don't know about this quiz. Because <laughs> I would probably Wait, drown. let's go back to your choices. How are they swimming related? I don't think they were. I don't think they were either. Maybe the bag I picked was oh, like a no swimming Oh, no music. Bag? Ah, you can't listen to music while you swim. There it is. And the backpack, probably. Whatever. Okay, I wonder... I want to, like, redo this and pick all the bro ones. <laughs> but I'll do that another time. I'll just do it real quick. Okay. CrossFit or circuit training. <laughs> okay, so I just picked all the bro choices, and I got CrossFit or circuit training. There's no lifting. Well, I think that would be a lifting one, but eh, that was fun. Nobody ever said this was a perfect quiz. No BuzzFeed quiz is ever a perfect quiz. Yeah, definitely. It's already 1013. Yeah. So it's time for us to wrap it up. It's time for us to go to bed because we're losers. Yeah, <laughs> right. And because I woke up at 4.30, so I've been up for 18 hours. So winding down. Um, so all that's left is the office moment of the week. Oh, 
and you didn't even think of one. No, I did. I, I just totally forgot. So since we're talking about food and lifestyles, all this stuff, I thought about the one where they're um, they may all make New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. and Kevin is to eat more vegetables. <laughs> and so since last year he ate no vegetables, that he just has to eat one vegetable this year. But he basically shoves broccoli into his mouth, and. I feel you, Kevin, because that's literally how I feel every time I eat broccoli. (laughs) Nobody actually really likes broccoli. Not at all. Well, and he (laughs) eats it like cold. Well, yeah, cold. He eats like the tree part. Well, that you you can eat the other part. Like you have to eat all of it. Well, I don't know. The tree. I hate cold broccoli. I like steamed broccoli. We eat the little broccoli, like. When you get broccoli and like stir fry, they're little ones. His is like his is like a huge stock. Broccoli. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Michael Scott's like, just eat it, Kevin. No, shove he, it down your. No, throat. he's like how he didn't floss, and he's like midnight, boom, blood <laughs> January everywhere. 1st. <laughs> January first. January. Oh, midnight. <laughs> January first, blood everywhere. That's Good funny. Stuff. So, what's your moment? Um. So mine is not relevant to weight loss or exercising or anything but (laughs) it's because i watched it like two days ago and it was the episode where michael andy and i think that's it oh and dwight no i'm sorry michael and dwight go to new york to see what's his face david wallace no ryan ryan thank you (laughs) and so everyone's in the office and it's and they're there like late at night and so they leave and the gates are locked and they're like jim you didn't think to tell the security guard that we were like coming or leaving late and he's like no and so they're like waiting for hank which they didn't even know his name and so they called hank and they're like waiting for hank to come and let him out and so everyone's just sitting down and jim pam jim and pam are sitting by toby and toby says a joke and pam like nudges toby like on the arm like ha good one and Toby just like laughs and puts his hand on <laughs> Pam's knee, and it's so awkward. And everyone just like looks at Literally, him. Literally, Toby. And is Jim doesn't even like look at Toby. Like he's not even mad. He's just like looking at the floor and has that like confused look on his face. And he like bugs his eyes out. Like... Yeah, and it's just like so <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable. And I was just like laughing. And I was like watching that part. I was like, that is probably one of my favorite scenes ever because it's just so. Toby is funny. all of us, and like everyday situations where you're just like i am the most awkward person alive and literally like runs away <laughs> like he literally ran yeah. away Hops he's like so things. i'm moving to no he's, he's like um so i think i'm just gonna run home and then he no but goes. before that he says i have news for you guys like i'm moving well, that's to... not why he left though no he left because he's awkward yeah <laughs> good stuff i'm really excited to cheers because of this lemonade glass bottle what are you gonna cheers me i have a Big water bottle. You should go get a glass bottle. I'm not going to get up and get a glass bottle. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode. And we're going to try really hard to put up consistent episodes. So, Also, if you have any suggestions for things for us to talk about, feel free to let us know. Yeah, if you guys, I think it'd be cool to do like a and a Well, we need followers first. (laughs) Yeah, but like if you guys have just random questions. Yeah. Anybody has random questions. Tweet us at cheers underscore that or email us at cheers to that one pretty sure it's cheers to that podcast oh (laughs) (laughs) cheers to that one podcast no cheers to that podcast cheers to that podcast 
at gmail.com. We don't even know our own. It sounds funny when you say it out loud. You're like, cheers to that podcast. Oh. Well, you know you, what I mean? I never noticed up, that. You came up with the name or the email. <laughs> Who <idea>. hired her? <laughs> yeah. So f- find us one way or another. It's not that hard. Yeah. We'll make sure to get those in Yeah. There. Send us some questions. But thank you guys for listening. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> All right. Cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Boom. <laughs> Wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. Thank you.